0: boom hello and welcome to the protector nation podcast a podcast that is dedicated to making the world a better place making the world a safer place by making good people dangerous in this podcast we're going to study and understand what it takes to protect to protect your family to protect your loved ones because we all know that you have a few basic needs food water and shelter but you also have the need to protect those things. In a world and society where evil runs rampant and is sometimes left unchecked, learning how to protect yourselves and your loved ones is becoming more and more important. And so we strive to raise the level of accountability to those who would do evil on this planet by making sure that the sheep, that the flock, is more well-versed in protecting themselves and their loved ones. If that sounds interesting to you, then sit back and enjoy the show out. Boom! What's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers, welcome to another episode of the Protector Podcast. Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. I've got an honored guest with me today. Uh, Matt Peck, how you doing, brother? Good,
1: brother. Uh, I appreciate you having me on, man. been a work in progress and, uh, yeah, happy we put it together.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, this has been me and you, I think. And, I, and I'm used to this, man. Like, I'm totally used to... Because people who are good at what they do are in high demand. So all the people I talk to, we set a date and we kick it down the road for like three months or so. And it's just like when it falls in, it falls in and then we fire it off, you know. But me and you have been trying to get this done for a minute. (laughs) Yeah all good you know that's the game man that's the way of it i dig it man um but you know we're busy we're hammers man we're getting stuff done so it's an honor these are the right people to fly with and 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 interact with man so man. well that's what's up for those of you who aren't familiar with matt would you mind just digging in real quick and just give them a little overview of what you've been up to and what you do in our space
1: yeah, so uh, Matt Petch, the operational athlete. That's uh, my page, my company. Um, 15 years Army, 12 of those US Army Special Forces um, on an ODA as an 18 Charlie. So, demo engineering specialist. Wow. Know, had uh, nine overseas trips, four of those are combat deployments, five were training environment. And then, uh, yeah, current LEO for the last seven years. I worked patrol. It's fun. I work graveyards on the weekends. It's great. And uh, also have a nonprofit called Ruck for Vets. And I do uh, weekly workouts with vets and first responders um, Call them Veteran Tuesdays. But they're pretty much every day. But that's kind of where it started. So, yeah, just like giving back and just training people to stay in shape for, you know, keep your mind right while keeping your body tight is what I've been saying lately, you know, so.
0: That's what's up, man. No, that's what's up, man. you definitely, your body's definitely tight, man. You be one, you're one of them shirt off dudes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one of those shirt off dudes, man. You know, like I'm just getting into the shirt off dude space. I've been working on it. You know, I got fat kid
1: jeans. So it's like up and down kind of, you know. But I love I was, it. I've been, I've, been, I've been calling it Thick Dad Summer because I had surgery uh, June 28th. So I gained like 10 pounds just because oh. I usually run. I usually run like, you know, 50 to 100 miles a month. What? So I gained like 10 pounds just from not running. But it's good weight, you know. Put on a little size. Yeah,
0: nothing wrong with that. That's what's up, man. No, I love it. I um, when it comes to this protector lifestyle, and you've heard me say it probably a million times, you know, protection is more than just a job. It requires a lifestyle, and I think like you're with what you do, man, and and kind of your mission. It really speaks to that, you know. Uh, cause I think guys are crazy if they think they're just going to be fit and come to work and be ready. You know what I'm saying? Be ready <laughs> to cause who's been scrapping in alleyways and getting jumped in and getting stripes and <laughs> doing dirty deeds in the dark for cheap for a, a half a lifetime. By the time you catch up with them, you know, what would you say about the, the lifestyle behind,
1: um, what it takes to, to be as advertised? Um, I think, I mean, you gotta live and breathe it uh there's a time and a place obviously you know you want to you want to shut it off when you're with your kids or with your your family as far as like how how prepped you are I guess you know no matter what I'm always scanning when I'm with my family I'm always protecting um protector always you know um and that's just that's just the lifestyle you know but like sometimes I gotta I gotta take it down a notch on the exterior, you know, in order to adapt to the normal life. You know, I can't, I can't be constantly checking my six with my kid in my hands. He's like, dad, right. what's wrong with you? Right. Um, but you know, like it just, I don't know. It never stops. I mean, right. You hear something in the middle of the night, get up, take a, mm-hmm. take a look. Don't just think it can't, it might be nothing. You never know. Like right. It's constantly going and you know, we, talked about this previously and it's just like for me like my motto is lift fight shoot it's constantly being trained in all three of those disciplines um whatever it is I don't care what kind of martial arts you do I don't think any of them are better than the other doing something is better than doing nothing
0: right no I dig that live fight shoot that's hard I like that can you go a little deeper into that man what does that mean to you
1: yeah so I try to I try to live up to that I try to do at least one of those disciplines weekly um but it ends up being like a three to two to one ratio for me, um, you know, at least get a good workout in, you know, at least three times a week what involves like functional training. So, you know, I, I will lift weights here and there, you know, because sometimes it's time or sometimes I need to work on a certain uh, part of my body because I'm either struggling with an injury or whatever it is, a little maintenance day. Uh, but I try to get in the gym, which is my garage gym or to the beach for some sort of training sandbags or whatever it is, at least three times a week. And then the other two is try to at least get some sort of like martial arts discipline. in. uh, right now I'm recovering from injury. So really all I'm doing is shadow boxing, but it's something, you know, I'm keeping my shoulders good. I'm keeping my cardio good. Cause as we know, once you start throwing punches or you start rolling around on the ground with somebody, I don't care if you're the biggest, baddest bike rider, runner, swimmer there is, you're going to be like, Oh shit. You know, That's this, so <laughs> this nice. is a different kind of cardio, Right. you know? And, uh, you know, I try to get out to the range at least once a week. And if I'm not at the range, I'm at least dry firing. I'm at least, you know, going through my kit, making sure everything's fitting right. You know, um, dry firing's free. Shadow boxing is free. Body weight workouts are free. running's free. Like you don't need fancy equipment to stay with this model, stay with this discipline. Um, and with all that, you know, that keeps your mental, your mindset sharp. You know, that's the fourth one, lift, fight, shoot mindset. Um, by keeping all three of those sharp, your mindset will be good.
0: Yeah. It's amazing how much, you know, I feel like people miss out so much, but it's amazing how much these physical things we do really contribute to the strong mind, strong soul, strong mind, will, and emotions,
1: man. You know, it's, it's, it's like a therapy, man. What would you say about that? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I started this whole operational athlete project in 2017. I just got back from my last combat tour in 2016 to Afghanistan. Okay. Um, we lost, lost a couple of kids. And it kind of, kind of hit me. I kind of got back, started hitting the bottle a little too much. And, you know, ended up moving out of my house, separating from my wife at the time. And like, it it was, I was going down this spiral, but then I started getting back into this fitness mindset. Like I had overseas, where it was like part of my daily routine. I started getting that routine back. And once I had that routine back, I started training harder and harder, started helping people. And then I was like, man, this is making me feel good. You know? Um, so it's definitely a part of my, my therapy. Regiment is training. And then, um, you know, I started figuring out exactly what it is. You know, like I like to train at the beach you know, yeah. I like to shoot. I like to just get a good sweat going and just feel that, at a, I don't know, I just like that feeling of exhaustion. It's like, it's reset your mind, you know? And I oh, yeah. tell guys, like, if, if you need to, if you're in an argument with your wife or something, just go in the garage and, you know, pump out <laughs> some pushups, go for a run around the block, run some sprints, you know? It just helps so much, you know, mitigate. Some of that anger that comes with, you know, being deployed or being in a protector lifestyle, you know, because we're constantly turned on. Like I I like to say, there's like no dim switch. It's either on or off.
0: Right. Um, Uh, And, you know, it's funny. Rambo said it the best. I don't care what anybody said. And I don't care how cheesy it is either. But like (laughs) he's like, you just can't turn it off. Like, I mean, like I don't man, like I go to work. I'm working, I'm doing my thing, I'm reading the room. I come back, I'm with my family, I'm reading the room. I make it look, I I want I want to say I make it look good because that's what a professional does, you know. (laughs) Like you relax, you make it look relaxed, but you're like a duck, you know, them little legs are going. Those little legs are going underneath the water, but you see, you know, you don't want it to ever impact those around you. But as far as the tool of physical exhaustion. And that, I mean, the release of the positive endorphins in your mind and the, 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 like that whole cathartic, like inner conversation you're having. Like, uh, now we're just going to be in a veteran space for a few minutes. Like, for me, you know, coming back from Iraq and doing the stuff I did, which, you know, obviously is a, is a drop in the bucket compared to what you've done, but I still go to, every day I wake up, I'm going back to war. Yeah. Like, I'm literally in my head, like, yo, guess what? When we were Marines, we went ham. So guess what I'm going to do now? I'm going mother freaking ham. I'm going to go downstairs. Yeah, exactly. Boom. And I'm in there and I am battling and I'm talking to myself. And I'm getting as strong as I can. So that when the day starts, like I am in my mind, just taking down targets, taking down different uh, freaking uh, goals. And I'm just like killing dragons. And, and and by the end of the day, man, I feel spent and I feel good and I feel that a lot of veterans lose that combat centric mindset because it's so like an never ending cartoon here you know they forget to take that engine and like be like dude use this
1: crap in your day man you know what i mean what do you think no (laughs) absolutely and and i think it also helps with like sleep too so because so many guys suffer from sleep disorders when you're living at this high-paced lifestyle and you go home and your brain is just so hard to shut off but if you can at least put yourself through some sort of physical activity it's going to help with sleep a little bit um i mean it helps me i know that for sure you know also staying off the ice cream sandwiches and hostess cupcakes you know is going to help Dang. with sleep um those late late night late night snacks but uh i, I think training definitely helps me relax towards yeah. the end of the day um
0: yeah. are you a morning trainer or evening trainer First thing when I wake up,
1: fasted training every day. Same here, man. It's been great. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. I can't, I can't, I can't eat then work out. I feel like I don't know, just like gross. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been I've been doing it for years though. So it's just I don't yeah. even know. If, you know, intermittent intermittent fasting from you know night till about 1130 in the morning. Yeah. That's about it
0: dude, no, man, that that's been the cheat code for me too. my little fat kid jeans. And I'm like, I think I finally got the hack dude. Like, cause <laughs> uh, I tried all kinds of stuff. And then right around, I started like about a year or so ago, intermittent fasting. And it's not even, I'm not even trying to go ham to one meal a day. You know, I'm like around 12 o'clock, maybe I'll push it to one 30 or so have my first meal, have my second meal in the evening. And then, um, I've also been cutting out the sugar, but that finally seems like it's, it's starting to lean me out. And I'm like, oh thank God, man. But it, I feel healthier, so much healthier. And I love that feeling when my stomach has time to just like flatten out and that insulin resistance is getting hammered. And like, it's amazing y'all, you should really try it out, man. I, I really, that, and I, the kind of more paleo diet, you know, sugar is like, Death, like I'm more scared of sugar than I am of cocaine. I love sugar, but it's like a bad ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I mean like it won't go away sometimes, you
1: know. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I had to figure it out for me, it was like uh lean meats, so like elk, bison, um, you know, turkey, that stuff really kind of helps It's same. Like you said, like the belly go down. I feel I don't feel as heavy all the time. Um, so I really do a lot of those meats now, um, which I think have really helped me like maintain. You know, during all these surgeries and stuff like that, I've had and injuries I've had over the last couple of years. So, yeah, man, what would you say about the tool
0: of fitness in the life of a protector? You know, like I, I just I want to talk about this because I in EP it's like the wild west. You know, you might get a guy who's a freaking stud, who's a god, you know, but then you also might get a guy that's like just ain't been to the range. He's like, I was a CEO or I was a this, that, and the next thing. And you're looking at him and you're like, homie, but like, you know, we got to work today right now. And you're like 40 pounds overweight, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, but, or or even cops sometimes you see him and you're like, bro, like, what are you doing right now? You know, if, if, you know, some 20 year old, whatever rolled up on you (laughs) might give you a heart attack. You know, um, what would you say about the tool of fitness to professional protectors?
1: I think, uh, I've talked about this before. It's uh, you need to be in at least a good, shape or better to carry your buddy out of a harsh environment or carry whoever you're protecting out of a harsh environment. If the time comes, so you can't pick me up and carry me a hundred yards to cover 50 yards to cover without having a heart attack. Like you should not be in this profession. Bottom line, you know, like if you can't, if you can't drag my body away, you know, to, to protection, to at least perform first aid, then return fire. Like, no, you shouldn't be in this profession. And I see a lot of these guys, I mean, I see guys just get stressed out after having to chase somebody and then trying to apply a tourniquet, like, uh, what's going on, you know, and that takes practice, you know, inputting fine motor skills into your uh, physical training is very important. And a lot of people don't do that. And, um, I, whenever I, I think of, you know, the tool. Of physical fitness, it's, it's for it's for me to get home, and it's for my partner to get home, whoever I'm working with or whoever I'm protecting. I need to be able to do whatever I can physically, mentally, um, tactically to get them out. And physical fitness is one of those necessary tools that you have to have. Like, what if you know my partner weighs two hundred sixty pound? Cop, you know, out of shape, and I have to now. I have to sacrifice myself to drag him, which I will. I yeah. will do it right but now i'm putting myself at risk because of his lack of motivation his lack of discipline you right. know and then the opposite goes you know when he's got to move me now like so it's definitely an important tool to to keep sharp you know the sharpest hammer in the toolbox
0: nah i dig it man <laughs> no i agree 100% man we we must be formidable but like i feel like we got to be better than you know the aim is to be better than the enemy you know like if we're freaking playing kickball and like There are no trophies, and like we just want to have fun with our friends because it's like Saturday. Then fine, dude, whatever. But if you're a professional protector and your life and other people's lives might depend on your performance, it's just we have to be better than the enemy, man,
1: hundred percent. Now you never know when you're going to have to, you know, run into a building, grab somebody, carry them out, run back into a building, grab somebody, carry them out, keep doing that until reinforcements arrive because these guys are dead these guys are dead these guys are still bedded down firing rounds like i mean that should happen in combat a lot you know and guys did it you yeah. know some of those guys are still here some of those guys aren't you know but they did it
0: yeah no i and i, I do
1: think that's definitely
0: in my opinion, an advantage i do have uh and i think you also have is it like you know and that, well before i say that this goes for the civilians too like You never know when you're going to be in Seven Eleven and someone's going to someone's going to kick off dude and you're going to have to go a few rounds with somebody or three guys you know and, and and have to defend yourself and your family what you love what you stand for you know you never know when that's going to happen if it's going to happen hopefully it never does but i think it's just part of being like a high high quality human a higher quality human i'll say it Comes with bringing a higher quality of physical fitness to the game. If you can, you know, personal protection is about the person, self protection, self defense about the self. If you're a 110 pound human that's not very physically potent, well, then you should learn some tools to balance off that playing, field, balance out that playing field. That's about you. But if you have it and you're capable of being fit, it is a tremendously important tool, man. You know, that's huge. It can happen to any of us. But anyways, I was going to say, like, I think the advantage that guys like us have is just that we know how insane things can get. Like, like I'm never going to, for- I get, I get to, when I go to the gym, I'm in my mind knowing how crazy things you can get. And I'm just like, I'm going to be as hard as I can for as long as I can until God just, you know, decides it's, t- you know, time for me to depend on other people, <laughs> you know, because yeah. uh, when you know how insane it can get, it's like, it's a, it's a driver, I
1: believe. The world can be a chaotic place and being prepped is, I don't know, it's peace of mind.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And that people can count on you. It's huge. What'd you say is your
1: biggest takeaway from the time, your time in the Green Berets, man? That's cool. Man, so many, you know, but uh, I definitely think the will to push myself beyond my, my limits is one of them, as well as being able to operate in a team environment. So being able to push myself beyond my limits, you know, that intestinal fortitude, not giving up, you know, that's something that you, you realize, I was talking to a kid yesterday about it. Who's going to selection in January. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, you just can't, you can't quit. You're going to get to that point where you see others quitting. You're like, okay, it's, it's okay. This guy quit. No, it's not. Okay. Like you need to keep pushing yourself. You're going to be in pain. You're going to be cold. Things are going to hurt. You just got to keep going, man. Um, and it's taught me that like through everything, like every workout I do, I try to get one more rep, you know, sometimes I'll be running like one more mile, just pushing myself past that limit. Cause you know, you set, set out to run five miles today. When you're at like four miles, your body's and your mind are connecting. They're like, all right, we're almost done. And then when you just trick your body right there, boom, one more, you know, it's like, Oh shit. And, uh, that goes with everything in life, you know, just, just taking that extra inch, that extra foot, extra mile. And then as far as teamwork goes, you know, going from there into PD and like even working with my vets outside of both of those, like it's definitely been great to build these, these teams. I feel like I have, I don't know, like 10 separate little teams surrounding me now, which are awesome. I got my shooters, my physical guys, I got PD, military, you know, I love that team environment. I love operating as a team. And uh, that was probably one of the the best aspects of it as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Heck yeah no, that's awesome man that pack mentality is, is is powerful and you know that that never give up man i just can't stress enough i hope veterans like, don't give that up you know just because you're not in campies anymore don't give that up man. That has to do with everything we're doing and it has to do, it's one of the most valuable things you can be taught in life and i as I work with civilians, I have to teach them that, you know, like (laughs) I have to be like, no, what are you gonna do? You're gonna fail, you're gonna quit? Like, is that, you didn't know? Well, you better know, like I have to have to do that stuff sometimes, you know, and I'm like, dang, man, that's such an invaluable education. You know, that's huge. When I see, I see hard to kill in a lot of the marketing, what do you believe makes a protector hard to kill when it comes to your brands? You know, is there any, is there a trifecta or there's bullet points you're gonna speak on that? What would you
1: say? Yeah. I mean, hard to kill is lifestyle. It's pretty much, you know, goes, falls in line with my motto. You know, it comes down to a mindset that no matter what I do in life, I'm going to be hard to kill. Nothing's going to stop me. And if something tries to stop me, it's going to take a long fucking time. Like it's, it's going to get all of me before I even fold, you know, before I even start slowing down and that's just uh staying prepared. It's pretty much what we believe in the same exact thing. Um, Doing everything you can to stay physically and mentally ready at all times and keeping those around you the same. It's hard to kill is a community. It's nice. um, you know, we have a great community out there and it's keeping keeping people motivated to keep that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's what it's all about.
0: I dig it, man. That's what that's what we need, dude. I mean, that's that's what we need, man. My mission is to make the world a safer place by helping good people to become more
1: dangerous, man.
0: And that's that's absolutely yeah. evil people should fear good people
1: like they i love be- it when it clicks too when it clicks when you say click in somebody and it's like wow i just created like a, a protector you know a yeah. monster <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is it's like yes no i love it man we need more of these around the world and You know, if you're listening and you're considering it, you can do it, man. There's these awesome brands, you know, like what my man Matt's putting together. That's a tribe, man. You know, we've got a tribe and plug in and find out who you resonate with, whose message really like resonates with you and get after it, man, and start improving yourself. Because like you can learn academic stuff, which is really important, you know, but there ain't nothing like going ahead and getting it with a good group of people and doing some amazing things, amazing training, and getting that information in your biology and like in your subconscious like, like, you know what I mean? That stays with you, you know? Um, no, I dig it, man. Uh, let's see here. If you were going to say, we, we talked about workouts. We talked a little bit about diets. Who are you at your core, man? That's usually my opening question, but we just dove right into it. Who's the man behind the work?
1: Me. um someone who lives by my values. I hold my values to the highest level and I hold those I surround myself with to uphold their values. And we usually end up having similar values, you know, and those are selfless service. Those are integrity, loyalty. Um, Those three resonate as my top three. And, you know, I just always trying to do the right thing and always trying to help people. And I love, I love seeing that. And that's why I volunteer so much of my time to helping people it's because I want to see them do the same, you know, and I've, I've always said help one person a day. If everybody did that, we could, we could change the world, you know, one right. person a day. That's it. Each person, you know, whatever, whatever, whether it's a phone call telling somebody you appreciate them or taking somebody on a run who's in a dark place or taking them up for lunch, coffee, you know, just having a conversation sometimes, you know, a dollar here, you know, a hug here. That's uh, that's definitely something that I truly value. And, that also ties into my family, you know, um, doing the right thing for my family at all times, you know, being, being good to myself so I can be good to them as well. Um, being a role model for my, my son and my daughter, you know, and my little brother and my nephew, my niece and my friends, kids, just being a good role model overall, you know, um, trying to help this next generation. You know, I grew up in a, fairly troubled family. You know, my dad was in and out of jail my entire life. Mm. So I I definitely try to do what I can to not be that guy. And you know, I've had some good role models over the years and I thank them for what they've done, whether it's a baseball coach or a senior NCO from the military or, you know, a boss I had at a civilian job, those mentors made me the guy I am. And now I'm just trying to do the same, whether it's for guys that are older than me that are struggling, guys that are the same age, veterans, civilians, police or like I said, these kids and uh, all of our lives, you know?
0: I dig it, man. I love that. I always hear people talk about values and I'm like, so what are your values? And then they're like, uh mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you just like, they rolled right off your tongue right after that you start talking. I was like, thank you,
1: good. Yeah. Um, I dig it, man. So I got a notebook right here. Yeah. I've, like you can kind of see it, but I've wrote some of them down. You know, recently there's things I wanted to, you know, like the things I wanted to, you know, continue to work on respect is in here. That's something to respect myself. Um,
0: um, No, that's so important, man. My life changed when I, when I really was like, what are my values, you know? wisdom, discipline, purpose, freedom, excellence. Those are my values. You know, that's what I want to embody. That's what I want people to experience when they interact with me. That's what I want any tribe that I get to be around to experience. Um, When you talk about respecting yourself and we'll try to clip this in the next like 15 minutes uh, for you, but when you talk about respecting yourself, can you go deeper into that just so, you know, people listening can maybe try to do that too. You
1: know, I think it's important for, us as people who live in this high tempo, veterans, pee protectors, to also realize that, you know, we're only human at times mm-hmm. and that we're not always going to be perfect. And sometimes I hold myself to a higher standard than I need to, um, especially going through these injuries. You know, it's been pretty tough on me because I've, I've been at this this physical peak for wow. years. And then last year, you know, I get hit by a drunk driver, seven herniated discs, a fracture, a torn hip. I get back and I'm back to myself almost come January, you know, and then I roll my ankle and mess up my wrist in March, you know, and then I just had surgery and now I have hand surgery next month, you know, and overcompensating for my, my hip, you know, so now I'm probably gonna have to get that done. It's just, I am human. Take it slow, Matt, you know, like take it slow, have a little personal respect for where you've been, what you've done and just do what you can do. That's it you know uh, they, yeah that sounds like a humbling year
0: man i wouldn't wish that, that that's i'm yo good on you for freaking hammering through that dude cuz so I've
1: much been been in and out of depression at times but you know just trying to stay as physical as i can whether it's arm circles, you know? I'll do a I'll do a 1000 arm circles, whatever I got to do, you know, just to Undo- get some sort of workout in. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez,
0: man. That's do some gross. of these things. No, but there's so much, you know, power in that what you said, dude, like do what you can from where you're at you know because in my life I've seen it you know I just started off as like a chubby little black kid who was dyslexic but didn't know anything a little poor kid from third world country in the Bahamas wasn't cool you know like and then you know I just started kind of doing the best I could with what I had and like going little runs and like trying and you know trying to you know try to be trying to figure things out and like deathly afraid of academia and then you know, as I continued trying over the years, you know, then you evolved into this person that's like, wow, I actually, I really have a lot because I invested in I and I just did what I could. That's one of the most powerful, I think just doing what you can from where you're at is one of the most powerful principles we have access to as humans It's
1: so yeah. underrated. Yeah. Be, be proud of yourself too. You know, yeah. we've, <laughs> we've all accomplished something, you know, and maybe it's not what this guy did or what this guy did, but be proud of yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Self respect is the most respect, man. I dig that. Uh, let's see here. A habit, a habit that you think people should really look at that'll improve their lives or make them better protectors in a 24 hour period or weekly or whatever.
1: I think just developing a routine. Um, so whether it's you know maybe it's just that first thing you do every day. You know maybe it's as soon as I get up I make the bed. As soon as I get up I work out. So I get up, I get that copy and I read a book, I journal, I meditate, I do yoga, go for a run. I think developing that first step in your day will completely change the outcome of your days to come.
0: Yeah. Take control of your day quick. Uh, yeah. no, take control of that thing. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Man. In the end, you know, one of my favorite questions. What's it all for, brother? What's it all been for, man? How do you want to be remembered?
1: Yeah. So I guess the similar question I go and I got kind of emotional, you know, and yeah. I took it from, you know, a professional sports player, but it actually really, really resonated with me. And that's to be when my son has asked that question one day, you know, who his hero is, I want him to say it's me, you know, I want, him to, I want him and my daughter to say it's me. Like my father is my hero. He is the person I looked up to the most in my life and continue to look up to and continue to ask for guidance. Guidance. And when I'm long and gone, I want their grandchildren to be part of me and their grandchildren to like, be like, this was my grandfather. This bad motherfucker was doing this in Afghanistan and then came back here and did this. And then well, yeah. that's it. That's it. Just that's to be there, be their hero, you know, and to help people along the way.
0: Yeah, man. No, I totally dig that, dude. I think I'm sure that's what's going to happen. I mean, you're you're changing lives. dude. You're making contributions. And I think contribution is a good <clears throat> equity that's so underrated you know that people just don't just don't realize the value of man you know it's like you're just somebody you know you're not nobody but then when you start finding ways to help other people like you really become somebody like it's it's an amazing thing i I can't even explain it dang near you know
1: yeah it's good man it's it's (laughs) it's nice you know it's uh seeing a smile on somebody's face or seeing somebody come out of depression or whatever it is you know just it's like all right, like this person's on their way, who's next? Right. What would you say about physical fitness as a tool with regards to depression? (laughs) Um, That's that's pretty much my motto when it comes to Ruck for Vets, uh, the nonprofit. It's, uh, you know, defeating the mental stigma through physical fitness. And um, it's helped me. I know that. And it's helped a lot of my guys. Um, and my veteran Tuesday workouts, we go out there, we run, we chop it up while we're running. you know, we get a good workout in. They put in the effort, and afterwards, we'll, you know, I can just see the relief on all of our faces. You know, it's the, it's for me, it's the best way to start off my day. If I don't work out as soon as I wake up, I'm kind of in a a different mood, you know, and <laughs> finding that finding that that right amount of, I guess, uh, physical activity to help your mental status is something that takes time. Um, finding out what works for you takes time, but I definitely think it's, it's a huge tool. You know, it's, it's helped me, um, get off medication, stuff like that, that the, you know, the VA kind of just throws at you sometimes it's definitely puts me in a good mood whenever I, I'm not, you know, whenever I feel myself slipping, it's just kind of like get in the gym, get something done, you know, a little bit of anxiety, do some pull-ups and some push-ups. It's, it helps
0: hundred percent it's like a biohack like you hijack all your body and like get
1: it into a strong positive that gets you in a good state um like you said earlier it's like a cheat code you know up down up down whatever (laughs) right right left bumper yeah yeah
0: (laughs) that's what's up man no it is it's a cheat code dude um and then solid man what are you up to these days where can people find you you mentioned veteran tuesdays like, is that a thing people can go to? Like, where can folks find you, man?
1: Yeah, we decided had a, a new guy come yesterday um, to our workout on Monday. Uh, couldn't make it today, so we did one yesterday. But uh, awesome. everything I'm associated with is on my website, operationalathlete.us. Um, you can find my Instagram, YouTube, my nonprofit. You can find Veteran Tuesdays. You can find... Personalized training, whatever it is, hard to kill fitness, athlete performance. Everybody I'm tied with is on my website, so that's operationalathlete.us.
0: Nice, man. I dig it. Looking forward to. I'm gonna have to dig into that a little bit more, man. You mentioned some things. You got all kinds of assets there. Um, dang, Matt. I'm glad we finally did this, brother. This was good. Yeah, I think we jammed a whole bunch of great stuff that's going to help a lot of people get on their path. You know, um, uh, to becoming higher quality protectors through physical fitness uh so that's and that's exactly what i wanted to do man i'm glad we're connected I'm looking forward
1: to doing yeah, really. thank you for your Absolutely. time no, thank you bro next step is a workout
0: heck yeah yeah i gotta come down there and take my shirt off with you guys man where are you guys out of uh redondo beach redondo beach okay so it's a little dry make it happen heck yeah. yeah i get this in that's what's up brother awesome Absolutely. man We'll, we'll get after it. Well, thanks again. I appreciate you, dude. And um looking forward to everything. We'll do some cool stuff, make a video out of it and, and hammer.
1: Heck yeah. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you, man. And uh, yeah, look forward to uh, you know, talking soon. Awesome. Boom.
0: Boom, yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, You'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and Buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, Anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is Uh, that helps. That helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.